Goodness gracious. So, hello and welcome to MS Podcast. And yes, my favorite person is coming back. Yes, Hilary Saporta, who's, oh my God, a flair for fudge, guys. I must say, my dear friend, it is so good. So, we'll talk about it in a minute. Hi, how are you doing, my dear? Happy New Year's to you and your family and your beautiful business. So, health, growth, and everything you want for, for 2023. Thank How you, are you doing? very much. I am wonderful. Thank you so much. Happy and healthy to you and everybody who's listening. Um, I I was looking forward to this so far for the whole month. I know it's only the 13th, <laughs> but I w- I couldn't wait to get back on with you today. I loved last time we were together. So I'm just oh. looking forward to another day of this. So thank oh, you. I'm telling you, uh, guys, uh, to be honest with you, I purchased uh, her fudge and I listen what she said, you know, uh, because she mentioned about the Cuban, she mentioned about the key lime, and she mentioned everything she has. So I went and I ordered it, and oh boy, oh boy, I wasn't disappointed. The Cuban is really to die for. I don't drink much coffee, however, oh my God, the test buds, you can, when you get the bite out of it, and all of them actually, the key lime, I had the chocolate with orange and I had the dark chocolate with uh, sea salt. You bite into it and you're going to taste the chocolate. However, for the Cuban, you got more stuff coming in, like the coffee, the kick of the coffee. So every bite you take, you get a different taste. And I love it. I don't know how you do it. I'm not going to ask you the secrets because we not only reveal secrets, but I must say, this is the best fudge I ever ate in my entire life. Seriously. Thank it was you. so good. The key lime, you could test the, the key lime, actually. You had the crumbs at the bottom of the fudge because you're like, oh, we have key lime. No, 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 no. This is the full experience, actually. It is absolutely amazing. The um, orange, the dark um, chocolate orange, it's zest, fresh orange juice. It is not make it up. It is not fake. You actually test it. So I have maybe because I'm from Europe, I don't know, but I have a, a more of a test bud. So when it comes down to test, I really are keen. I'm keen to, you know, the little test bud works so well, then you can test everything but it was so good it was amazing I was just in awe seriously and every day we take a little piece I even share with people as well but it was so good so I must say I'm happy to have you back and you guys uh, we're going to put the episode as well on my uh, YouTube channel you're going to see the backdrop she has an amazing backdrop that is beautiful and it's all about Valentine's so how was the holidays for the fudge world how was it busy we were we were fudging every day um <laughs> it was it was it was very busy thank goodness um people you know i've been in business april will be 12 years mm-hmm. and it's you know i've got a i've got a nice following i love all my clients and customers they're just 
they're loyal. They know what they like. Um, they, um, I had several people who, you know, send it to others as well. And um, I actually was on the line with one of um, one of the clients today. And she said that when she walked in, the, the people that she had given fudge to in the past said, you better have shown up with, with fudge. So I was like, well, I'm glad you didn't disappoint yeah. them. <laughs> well, that's why it's like when really I have taste, taste uh, fudge in the past and I never liked it. And, you know, I mentioned in our previous podcast, I'm from Europe. So basically you got Belgium chocolate and you got the Swiss chocolate. Now try to bring some fudge here where you don't have, you feel like it's more wax. It doesn't feel like real chocolate. Then testing yours, because I'm like, I'm going to try, but I went a little crazy too, meaning I order a pound of each. I'm like, I'm not going to order one or two pieces. I'm like, I'm going to just go for the experience. And I wasn't disappointed because you can really feel the premium ingredient you're using. Thank That's you. what makes a huge difference is the premium ingredient. So for the holidays, did you create specific recipes and, and things like that? Because I know what I tested was basically not the holidays because it was way before the holidays. But what did you do for the holidays and, and what was the, the, the flavor for the holidays? So for Thanksgiving, we always do um, our pumpkin pie fudge. So it's um, we use fresh pumpkin and it's got the spices in it. It's got a little bit of white chocolate, which is the base. And then it's got a pecan crust on it. So that's um, so pumpkin pie is um, through the year. And then what we do is we also bring in, you know, because mint peppermint tends to be a very big thing for the holidays. So we purchase an all natural peppermint candy cane and people go, yeah, yeah, all candy cane is natural, but ours, even like the red coloring is made with beet juice. So it's all completely natural. And the peppermint is um, it's a pure peppermint extract. So we make that in white milk and dark chocolate as well for the holidays. So those are usually like our go-tos. Um, but if you don't mind, I'd like to, oh, please quickly, do. we just started, <laughs> we just started, um, I've been asked for years about a subscription service and are, was I ever going to start one? And we just started it this month. I created 12 unique recipes that can only be received through the fudge of the month club. And um, so every month will be something different. Um, It can be customized. So for companies, we can put a message and their logo and they can send it to a client. And so their logo and information can be in front of a client every single month. Um, or they can send it to themselves and Valentine's Day, as we know, is coming up. So it's a great little treat for themselves as well. But um, it's really cool because the fudge flavors that I've created, you cannot purchase them on my website. It's only by subscription. So can I ask you, what is the first flavor? So this month is uh-huh. lavender. And it's something that um, I've had several people, and mind you, our tagline is real unique fudge. Yes. We're always trying to create something that's a little different than what everybody else is. And I love it. Thank you. And we do, you know, for those out there, we do have your classic milk chocolate and your classic dark chocolate. And we now do have a, you know, a white chocolate, which is vanilla. And so we do have the the basic standards as well. Now we fought it for a number of years and realized that we can't fight it. Yeah. People want their base first because 
You know, when I tried the, the Cuban, because when you talked about the Cuban, I need to adjust my microphone now. Okay, now I can hear me myself better, actually. <laughs> so when you, we talked about the Cuban, because you said to me, the Cuban is the biggest seller. And I was like, okay, let's give it a shot. Well, that's an experience on its own. I have never tested something that unique, that good. Thank you. Seriously. That is- that so, is my number one by far. Yes. And I went by what you were saying on our first podcast because I was intrigued. I'm like, well, I want to be able to test first. And I like the uniqueness because it's so good. And it, all of the flavor works very well together. That's what is so amazing. So for people who maybe have cold feet and said, well, you know, I'm not going to go with lavender. They're crazy and Cuban. What is wrong with those people? <laughs> Well, get your traditional first and test the quality. For me, as somebody from Europe who loves the quality when it comes down to chocolate, you're looking as well as the quality of the ingredient because I'm sorry for Hershey's. They may be going to sue me, but I don't think so. It's too waxy. All right. There is no taste in their chocolate at all. However, if you take a lint or that is come from Switzerland or a specific Belgium chocolate, You're going to test the ingredient, the quality. When it comes down to fudge, for me, fudge for many, many years was like, this is crap. Because for me, I felt the wax. I never felt the chocolate. For me, fudge, you better to have some chocolate in there. But I never felt it at all. And it's not that I went to Hershey's. I went to um, other uh, uh, markets who had great line of product, but their fudge wasn't that great. I'm like, this is that everybody were like raving about the fudge. I'm like, okay, let's give it a taste. I'm like, oh, okay. I don't know what's wrong with you people, but this is not good. Yeah. When, you're, when you're looking at yours, because you use premium ingredients, you don't shortcut anything. You don't take a shortcut for, okay, I'm going to skip this because, you know, I'm going to save money. You really pour the right ingredient and it's really done so well. Thank you. You cannot go wrong. So, and I'm not trying to get some free stuff. Again, I buy my stuff so I can speak as a client, you know, because some people will say, well, Emma, you get free stuff. No, 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 no. I paid my stuff when I ordered it because for me, it's like I'm a client as well. So I don't want, I want to be unbiased and people feel like, well, you're going to say something nice because you got it for free. No, I will always say something nice or not even if I get it for free, but I wanted to pay for it because I wanted to have the experience as a client as well. How do you go through the process to ordering from the problem to, to the, not the problem, but the, the order process and the experience, which was great actually. But it, I don't know, is the ingredient, the idea, like we talked about uh, the Cuban and it's like, how did you get that idea? And like, where do you come up with the lavender? How do you come up with those flavors? Seriously. So some of it, some of it is um, inspiration from different things that I've experienced from traveling myself. Um, my husband's Cuban and I love mm-hmm. Cuban coffee. It's funny. Mm-hmm. I'm not a big coffee drinker. I don't drink every day, but for some reason I love Cuban coffee. I always have. And um, so it was just an opportunity that I love toffee. And one day, mm-hmm. I don't know, I was 
messing around in the kitchen. This is even that recipe was created before I even started the business. And so it was just an opportunity to kind of play with different flavors. At the very beginning, I had a team of people that I would give them different samples and every container had an A, B, C, D. And I just had people filling out what they what they liked, what they didn't like. And that's kind of how we kind of created our first set of, of recipes. Um, a lot of our more current recipes come from where somebody says, have you ever tried? Have you ever made? My cousin loves lavender. And so she actually recently had sent me because they can, she can get you know fresh lavender up there. And so she sent it to me and said, hey, make me some fudge with it. And that's kind of what started. And so I created a batch, sent it to her. She loved it. And then I thought, well, you know what, let's go ahead and just put that down as, you know, the first, the first one. And, you know, some people go, I don't know if I like lavender. I'm like, you can start the fudge of the month club at any point, but at the same, at the same point, if it is customized with your logo and information on it, you're going to want to pass it off to other people because that's just a great way to create a conversation. And that's kind of, you know, my background, as you know, is in advertising and marketing. And I created there was a few things with my with my fudge. First of all, I wanted to create something that I would be happy to eat myself. And I, growing mm-hmm. up, was not a fudge lover. I always thought it was grainy and gritty yeah. and overly sweet and it hurt my mm-hmm. teeth. So when I started making fudge just for the holidays, you know, just to have at the table and to give to, we had some rental properties. So it was an opportunity to give it to our tenants. And that's kind of how it started. And the first year I made it, I was like, oh, I don't know if I like this. And so I just started tweaking. I've always been good at doing, taking a recipe and then modifying it to make it my own. And so that's kind of how the first sets of you know recipes started. Um, but when, before I started the business and I'm not going to, and I'm not here to knock my competition, but I ended up talking to somebody who was way on the other end of the United States And her pricing for fudge was so much different than everybody else's. And this individual was very, very proud to tell me that she added edible wax and she added fillers into her product. And I got off the phone and said, I will definitely not be doing that. And so that's why our product, I think a lot of people who don't like fudge like it because it's more like chocolate. I mean, I've had... It's um, it's supposed to be. For me, that's why for years... I stay away because that first experience for me was the worst experience ever when everybody were raving and it's so good. I'm like, okay, I'm going to eat some. It looks like chocolate. Okay. It's a fudge. But for me, it was not chocolate. But when I got it in my mouth, I'm like, this is not chocolate. This is awful. They were no good taste. Yours has the premium ingredient. And that's what I love is the fact you got the premium ingredient. It's supposed to be premium ingredient. It's like a good ice cream. You want the premium ingredient. You don't want the fillers in between. You want to taste the product. And that's what I love. When I receive all of them, I was like, okay, let's have fun. I'm like, oh, good Lord. (laughs) (laughs) And that's also, and you know what, by using premium ingredients and not, Mm -hmm. so what happens is uh, um, companies will stretch their chocolate by adding Mm -hmm. fat, fillers, sugar, because even though the price of sugar keeps going up along with chocolate and every, everything else, eggs, everything else. Um, 
but sugar is still a cheap commodity compared to yep. chocolate. So people mm-hmm. stretch it and that's where it gets sweet and it gets gritty and the sugar's not melting. But the other thing also is our products are under 100 calories because when you use premium and you're using fresh ingredients and you're using, um, you know, the the sweeteners are, are, are not the sweeteners, the, um, the flavorings are natural. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not filling it with sugar. That's just going to add calories. I'm not adding it with fat. That's going to add calories. Exactly. So that's kind and, of. And that's why it's going back to bare, to basics. So when I was younger, we used to uh, put a lot of salt and sugar on everything. And yeah. one day, I don't know why, I started to cut down on the sugar so I could test the ingredient. Like it was raspberries. It was cream. We had a heavy cream. It was very good because I could test actually the ingredient. So I started to cut down on the sugar, but a lot of people don't realize that a lot of companies and not only into the fudge world, but everywhere, they put like corn syrup and they put lower quality ingredient in there, but they boost them up with fillers that make you think and test. This is that great when it's a third grade ingredient. Yours cannot be because if you do, then your fudge will taste like crap, which is not the case because it's all premium ingredient. And that's what makes a difference. That's why I love to talk to you because the recipe, the quality you take and the care for making them, you don't cut, you don't use shortcut. And that to me makes a huge difference. I don't care how much people charge on um, other fudges. If there is no premium ingredient in there, I will pass. That that's this is that simple. Looking at, you know, I, I ordered a pound and I was looking at all of them. It doesn't look like the regular one you see everywhere else, you know, with the filler with like all shiny clean. No, it's not. You can really see it's artisan. It's made really very well made. It is not fake where a machine will flood out and it's all shiny and, uh, you know, you can look at yourself in there. Not at all. And that's what I appreciate it. It's the quality really seeing that you're not cutting down on the ingredient because a lot of people will do, oh, I'm going to do cost saving and I'm going to take a lot of money. So I'm going to add those fillers. I'm going to do this, this and that to alter it. But they remove the quality of the items and people will not come back. They will come back once. And then after, after that, it's like, oh, I'm not coming back because that was awful. That was an awful experience. Right. So to Thank me, you. it's amazing. So now I'm looking at your background behind you. So what is going on for um, well, February comes I was trying to say Halloween for some other reason. No. <laughs> go straight don't to push, Halloween. Don't push the year away. <laughs> you know, being in my business, I literally go from like holiday to holiday. That's and it's amazing how next thing you turn around and it is the fourth quarter again, which is always. I a know, busy. but so, this is Valentine's Day. <laughs> yes, it's gonna be Valentine, not Halloween. Sorry, guys. For me, sometimes Valentine's <laughs> could be Halloween. It could be a horror story, but. Uh, <laughs> Valentine's. So what's happening for Valentine's? Uh, is a lot of people ordering stuff for Valentine's or how does yeah. it work for you? Valentine's Day is always um, really unique. Uh, we do have heart-shaped fudge. We do um, a 10-piece bag and it's five pieces. We can either do all 10 pieces of milk or dark chocolate, or we can do a mix. It's, you know, half of the bag is milk and half is dark. And it's great. I, you know, I call it the couple's bag because, it's, you know, 10 pieces for 10 pieces. There's plenty there to share. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so, as I said, they're heart shaped, uh, they usually come in, you know, Valentine's sort of colors. 
And um, so that's, you know, that, but uh, most, a lot of people will go ahead and just purchase right from our, um, you know, our line of fudge. Um, February, we do a, um, we do a lot throughout the year, but uh, February seems to be, it's our brandy kissed um, dark cherry. So what I do is I buy cherries and we, we marinate it for like three days in brandy. And then what we do is we incorporate it into dark chocolate that also has brandy in it. And so it's kind of, you know, it's, yeah. it's kind of, that's, then we call it brandy kiss because it was created in February, two years ago. Um, once again, a client said, I want something with cherries in it. And it kind of, I've had several people, um, there's this chocolate that has like the cherry inside and it's got the chocolate with the liquid. I think they're called mm-hmm. Queen Anne's. So a lot of people, yes. That, yes, a lot of people say that the, this fudge tastes a lot like it. So um, yeah. that's kind of one of the things. In- and once again, we can customize the outside label with, um, mm-hmm. with, you know, uh, any sort of like personal message or whatever the case may be. So so I'm going to say something to you, because when I when I grew up at the time of the holidays, uh, you had your regular chocolate with uh, there was sugar in there or you get it filled with praline or different kind of softer chocolate. Um, however, you had some they were with cherry marinated with brandy, some were be uh, um, pear liquor. So it was round, but you had no idea until you break it and it was liquid, then the alcohol will fuse out. It's like, it was horrible because I didn't like those, but a lot of people do that. And one of them was the pear as well. It wasn't only the cherry brandy, it was the pear as well. Think about that too. Different kind of uh, alcohol as well. But that reminds me of that. That's that's quite interesting, actually. It could be fun to it have it. Is. It's quite, it was very well received as mm-hmm. soon as we launched it. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, it's just, I use, once again, I use an all, you know, the cherries are real cherries yep. that, uh, that are dried. And so we re- kind of like reconstitute them yep. with the brandy. Then we just, you know, we just chop them up, cut them into the, into the, fudge. And it's just, it's one of my, I I'm a dark chocolate person. I have always been, it's one of my favorites. Cause I just, I've always loved cherries. We had cherry trees, um, in our yard when I was growing up. And that was one of my favorite fruits always. So anything, but it's so weird because once again, like, you know, cherries can also have that medicinal taste to it. If it's fake. Yep. Yes. So, oh know, my God. Always, yes. So like cough syrup is cherry, and it's like, I don't ever like any of that that I'm comparing fudge to cough syrup, but anything that's like fake cherry, just weird sort of taste. Some people will use fake cherries, fake flavors to add it. You don't. That's what I love because every bite you can test. The, the every ingredient so if it's cut then you will test the cherry in there and you're going to test the brandy and you're going to test the chocolate that's what i love so there is no fakeness you can really test the ingredient this is what i love about your fudge it's real so for me it's like talking about it and i'm sure people are going to be drooling it's like holy crap i need one i said you better <laughs> to get some because i'm telling you i'm going to go back and order some i try to behave actually in between but i love i love the 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 fact that you came up with you know suggest that you're taking suggestion from people and you're making it your own 
version of it. And then you're sending it and see and hear what is the response back. You know, your clients, and this is in any business, your clients tend to know better sometimes. You know, a, a person can look at your business from the outside or look at at whatever the case may be. And sometimes the outsider looking in can see the things or make the suggestions that the person who's in the business in the trenches every day sometimes just kind of misses. You know, it's seeing the same thing over and over again every day. Sometimes you miss those little hints that somebody else will be giving you. And that's what I love. It's what we call the VOC, which is the voice of the customers. This is how you evolve with your business because you're not like, okay, I'm going to produce this and I don't care what people got to say. You continue to innovate because innovation is something that companies should be doing. And you're always innovating your recipes, you're switching, you're making things new, fresh. This is why people come back and buy it again and again. Yes, you get your traditional uh, fudge. The Cuban is one of them. But you get the others. Now I'm intrigued about the lavender, actually. So it's like, okay, I want to know more. Well, I'm a dark chocolate too. So I love dark chocolate milk. I can deal with, but my favorite is the dark chocolate. I'm a dark chocolate girl. You know, real people, people who really love chocolate is go to for the dark. The milk one is for people who are not that huge of a fan and a very... um, I will say addicted person to chocolate who really love chocolate because I will eat 90% cocoa chocolate. Basically, this is how extreme I can go to 95. I did a hundred, but I, I didn't like that much. But the 90% cho- cocoa, I go for it. I'm like, eh, bring it to me. It's like, eh. and it's interesting because 90% is not the same across all brands. No. So yes. So some, so I've had the hundred Um, I actually, for our vegan and our sugar-free line, I start off with hundred percent cacao, um, -hmm. just because it has nothing in it. And then at that point I can add whether it's, uh, we use allulose for those out there who like sugar-free, um, we use allulose because it's a date, um, it's a date base once again. Oh, nice. Good. So So it doesn't um, do anything wrong for the brain. No, it's, it's, it's a natural. And so, um, but yeah, so I've had different nineties and some nineties still have that smoothness to it. And some of them just kind of taste very chalky. So, um, it just depends. It depends, but at least that's good to know that, uh, for the vegan, you do that because one of the problem I have for, uh, when they put fake, uh, sugar is Mm -hmm. I get a headache. I automatically get a headache. My brain's telling me, okay, this is fake. There is something in there that is not kosher. We don't like it. And I will not eat it. (laughs) I will basically trash it. It's interesting also, because when I first started looking at a sugar-free line, Mm because it's asked a lot, um, I used it. I'm not going to say what it is, um, but it was an artificial sweetener. Yeah, sweetener. Mm -hmm. And it ended up that the fudge turned into concrete. And when I say concrete, it was like, could not bite into it in like three days. And I kind of thought, wow, I wonder what that does when you ingest yeah. that. Yes. Um, so we've gone through a lot. We've held off. We finally introduced a line um, about, I want to say two, two and a half years ago, I was introduced to allulose by somebody who um, is a distributor for different types of, yep. um, you know, uh, non-sugar, low glycemic 
um, alternatives. And allulose just happens to work. It works great. It melts like sugar. I did try monk fruit for those of you out there who will yeah. call me and go, you should try monk fruit. I tried it. Unfortunately, it just does not melt well. So what ended up happening is it settled. Oh. And then when you bit into it, it was yeah. kind of like that crunchiness. Yeah. And it was like that sweet <laughs> yeah. crunch. And I'm like, okay, this now yeah. tastes like sweet sand. And that just didn't work. Allulose melts. It looks, it looks like it measures, it does everything like regular sugar does. So that just in my particular medium of food, it just works the best. So do you have the Cuban for that, for the vegan or not? What do you've got for the vegan? I'm curious because I would like to, I'm probably going to go back online and uh, probably order some days vegans because I would like to have a taste of, uh, of it. So vegan, um, so the vegan line is not on my website as far as ordering. You'll have to, you know, people will have to call to place okay. that order. I'm just, I'm still working on my website. It's a work in progress and okay. um, there's always something, but um, in the vegan, we have, um, it's all dark chocolate. Cause once again, the yes. vegan, yes. yeah. So yes. I start off with a hundred percent cacao. Yes. Um, and so it's nut free, dairy free, sugar free, every, any sort of allergens, soy free. It's so you start with 100%. I use coconut milk. And so I love coconut milk. Yep. So that's what gets used. Um, okay. So once again, that kind of it's vegan and it's sort of everything that I use in that is organic. Yeah. Um, the, 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 the sweetener, the, the chocolate, the um, coconut milk, everything is vegan. And then I can make classic, which is just the dark chocolate. I can make um, peanut butter. We make our own peanut butter in-house. So nice. the peanuts and grind it in. So the peanut butter and, and the peanut butter that I use is the same throughout. It has no oils, no salt. Yeah. No sugar. Yep. Um, we do a mint we do a dark and salty. We do a dark and spicy, which once again, we have the salty and spicy on our regular line. Yep. Sea salt, cinnamon, vanilla. The spicy has some cayenne pepper. That Ooh. one, if any, when anybody, any, anybody asks me, what is my favorite? Dark it's and spicy is my favorite. It's 60 calories per serving. Um, it's just silky and smooth. And I love the idea of the saltiness and then a little bit of the sweetness and then there's a little bit a of kick. warmth, a little bit of yeah. warmth on the back. Nothing crazy. Your eyeballs are pop out of your head and stuff, but it <laughs> it it does give you that warmth. And yeah. if anybody out there is um, a wine drinker, it's great with like a heavier wine, like a Cabernet. So, sort of a thinking, yeah. actually, as you were saying that yes. when you said wine, I'm like, oh, that sounds good. Yeah. Also, mm -hmm. I have people who pop, you know, a few squares into like a hot chocolate. It just kind yeah. of really different. The Cuban coffee toffee goes into coffee. So, I yeah. know. Well, that's what I was asking. I'm like, do you do the Cuban on that version too for the vegan? But maybe, maybe not. I um, Oh, something I similar to it. Um, I mean, I can make a coffee. The toffee though is made with sugar. Oh, so sugar. Yeah. Um, but it's natural. It's all natural. So like, yeah. so the, the vegan and the sugar-free are very, very close. The difference is the fact that the vegan, um, um, the sugar-free is just not using regular sugar. So that that's the difference there. So I could make for the, for the vegan line, coffee is vegan. Yes, and the toffee topping is not. Um, it's got butter in it. 
So at that point, I mean, I can make the Cuban coffee and I can make the fudge taste, you know, with with, have a coffee taste to it. Um, The toffee right now, which we just started making that in-house also. We used to buy it and it had artificial stuff to kind of keep it from clumping. We, I realized how easy it is to make toffee. Um, it's time consuming. You have to stand over yeah. the stove top and you have to keep stirring. Yeah. You let it, you can't stop stirring it. Otherwise it will separate. Yeah. But, um, but the outcome of it when it's done is just completely different. And then I just put it into a Cuisinart and crunch it up, or you can take a mallet hammer. It's good. It's good. It gets your like frustration out. <laughs> Maybe I should come a for a week over there and just do this and say, I work for free, my dear. For a week, I'm just going to be pounding. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And we actually started making our own um, salt, our caramel. We have a salted nice. caramel and white milk and dark. And we actually started making our own caramel in-house also. And nice. it's all natural now. So we're we're kind of moving forward to that. I mean, by no means is I will never say that our product is a health food product. But there are choices as far well, as I would, I don't, I don't put, you know, the, um, the corn syrups in it. Exactly. We try, be, we try to be as natural wherever we possibly can. Um, anybody who orders Oreo cookie, I'm going to let you know right now, Oreo cookies have stuff in it and we use real Oreos. So that's the one thing it's, you know, everything else is natural, but um, if you're going to order Oreo cookie, it's going to be whatever the Oreo cookie has in it. Yes. So. Well, you cannot change that, unfortunately, no. but no. that's okay because, you know, it will, uh, off, uh, uh, what do you call it? Um, not offset, but it will um, uh, wash off with what the natural thing is. So, you know, right. it will balance out no matter Definitely. what. Definitely. But I like the fact that you have a vegan uh, line and also a sugar-free because I will try the sugar-free. Okay. Uh, for the test of it and see how my body reacts to it. Because my only thing is sweetener. First of all, they, they always say sweetener is not good for your brain, which is true. And every sweetener or everything that has sweetener, then I had a bite. I knew right away. I'm like, oh, oh, not good. Right. So I'm curious to know um, what my body will do, because if it's natural, then I should be just fine. If it's not something chemicals or refine or whatever they're doing on the side, so that but I would definitely want to test that. But as I said, um, the uh, the um, what I would say the menu. What if you got? It's amazing. So when are you going to be done with your website? Now the question is, when are you going to be done with the website? So people know my my website's up and working. I mean, it's just that we added um, we added a bunch of new. varieties originally i think i had like seven or eight on there so we've got a lot more we have we introduced some new size packaging um we used to always have just the five piece bag and a 12 piece box um so now we have um we have available an eight piece box we have a 24 piece box so there's different sizes available as well and we i finally was able to get a photographer nice wonderful to (laughs) people always everybody um you know i have my my backgrounds in um advertising and marketing i have a minor in photography and i never photograph my own products it's just um, it's just, it's just, for me, it's just hard. And people that are food photographers know how to create that. Mm-hmm. So it still looks good. And let's face it, you know, chocolate, 
sometimes can look like other things. I'm just going to. Yes, exactly. You have to be able to show it. You better to shine the light properly, people. That's all. And in my case, all dark chocolate fudge pretty much looks the same because once again, the same thing with milk and the same thing white, because we're not adding, adding food coloring, whatever color naturally our product comes out is how it's going to be photographed and how you folks, you know, everybody's going to get it. Yeah, but so, that's, like, it's, it's authentic. You know, it's not yeah. fake. It's not, right. they did not put some wax or sometimes you're looking at pictures and the pictures, it's like you will never eat the food because they put some whatever on the top of it that makes look the, the, the food fantastic. It's like, yeah, it's full of chemicals. It's like, oh, I do not want to touch this, but it looks good. But I like the fact that those are all natural products. So there is nothing fake to add to it. And what really makes it is the smell, because one thing people need to realize as well, and we have not touched about this, is when you open the container or the foil, the smell of chocolate comes out. The smell of the ingredient comes out. That's another thing, too. The fudge I tested in the past had no smell. Oh, <laughs> interesting. Like nothing. Nope yours have the smell like when I opened for the key lime I could smell the key lime I could smell the ingredient just like holy crap. I was drooling I'm like holy crap I opened the other you. one I'm like oh wow it smelled coffee the toffee it's like whoa this is good thank you you thank smell you. the ingredient that's a huge difference as well so for people you know we always said first uh, uh you fall in love and you, you you eat with your eyes but the sense of smell comes right before you test it actually. And to me, it makes a huge difference because this is where you recognize those are premium ingredient. It's not fake. It's not spread. It's real ingredient and you can smell them. That makes a huge difference in my book when you start to eat something and you smell it first. I don't know. Well, I I do believe um, when you go to eat something, there's multiple senses. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think when something is presented and brought, and I mean, this goes back to children and when something is brought to a child at a table and they don't like the look of it. Yeah. Unless you have a child that's very open to try stuff. A lot of times there's that stop right there. If it does not, if something's coming out of a shell or something is slimy or whatever the case (laughs) may be, you know, they're they're (laughs) going to look at it and go, that's not something I want to eat. But, you know, as an adult, you know, we look, we still, you know, everybody's, I, I'm like one of those, I, I'll try almost anything at least once. Yeah. There's a few items I probably would stay away from, but I have tried some unusual things in my life and some of it I like, and some of it I don't. And for me, a lot of times, if I don't know what I'm eating, it's probably better. Um, but the when as an adult you're a little bit more open to different things and trying yeah. different things but at the same point as an adult we have kind of trained our taste buds whereas a child has not so it's all it's all different it's all depending on but i appreciate and, the fact that yes you know and the, t- and the test taste it the test bud do evolve as well. This is what I love. I'm, I'm, by the way, I'm surfing. I'm not ignoring you, but I'm surfing your website and it's <laughs> absolutely amazing. Actually, she redid it. By the way, guys, when I was there the last time, there is a lot of things here that looks absolutely phenomenal. And you're right. Your photographer did an awesome freaking Thank job. You. I seriously, His name it's like at the bottom. His, um, he's, he is credited on the 
front page bottom as well. Okay, um, good. For those that are going through the website, they're going to notice also that there's on the front page, there's a COC, which is a cancer organization. Mm -hmm. So one of the things that we love to do with the Flare for Fudge is to um, give back to charities and donations. And so we're actually doing on, I think it's the 26th, Thursday, the 26th, we're actually doing a wine and fudge pairing. And Ah. it's also a network. So it's um, a group called H7. It's a networking group and we're tying in with them with the charity. And so you purchase your wine, you purchase your fudge, you go onto this networking. We kind of explain how um, the reasons for picking the particular fudge we did with the particular wines. So half of the um, meeting will be talking about the fudge and wine pairing and how people can also then purchase for Valentine's Day. And then the other half is all networking. And I know that you, I know a lot of your viewers are out there trying to meet people in business and we've all kind of learned how to do this zoom thing now. Mm-hmm. So it's just opportunity, you know, it's an opportunity. And then we're giving um, proceeds back to the charity. Um, but that's one of the things that we do also, it's not on our website, but you know, people who know us, it's about, you know, pairing, I can pair with wines. We pair with whiskeys. Um, we've paired with ports. Um, I just, mm-hmm. I just did a tequila fudge um, for somebody. Um, we we do mezcal. Um, one of our fudge. If you go to fudge of the month, we are doing a bourbon. I know. A I saw it. Fudge. I'm like, I know. I'm like bacon so bourbon for June. Yep. It's my birthday. I'm like, holy crap, <laughs> really? How did you come up with this one? So we're actually, I made this years ago. It was never on our regular line. Um, Bacon bourbon has always worked also with beers. So what we do is we actually marinate um, uncured bacon for a few days. And then what we do is we we go ahead and and cook it, candy it kind of. And then we incorporate it into the fudge. So it's got like little bits of bacon. And um, so it's going to be kind of a fun thing. And as you can see from others, I mean, we've got a cinnamon firecracker for July. We try to theme things as well. I see. I love the cranberry bliss. Actually, I'm looking at November. I like that would be my favorite. The pumpkin. I'm not a pumpkin person, but I will probably try. Uh, But I love the cran. I love cranberries, but I'm looking at it. Even the blueberry lemon fudge is like, oh, holy. That'd be nice, like for Easter-ish. Although we do, mm-hmm. we do have um, East uh, rabbit head-shaped fudge for Easter, but the blueberry lemon just seems like it's gonna be great to kind of bring in, you know, springtime. Spring. spring. It's like and to then, me, it sounds very springy, very summery. It's yeah. like, oh, very, very light. So that's why. So I'm looking at it. So people pay on a monthly basis. So you subscribed on a monthly basis. That's Correct. that's how you do it. Yes. Okay. Oh, I'm going to go and subscribe. Actually, I'm on the front page right now. I'm going to go <laughs> and subscribe because I want my lavender fudge on this one. But I love that, uh, as I said, it's you got so many flavors. It's so right. well thought out that people, as I said, bacon, bourbon, I would have never thought about this. But the Irish cream fudge is like, okay. But it's like, holy moly, it's 
I don't know. It's very interesting and intriguing. I even saw one. Then I saw, where is it? Because I saw the glass and I'm like, I don't know. I came across first and I'm like, Emma, how <laughs> dare you, dear? It's, um, there was whiskey. There's one with whiskey in there. Which oh, yes. One? So we use a Bowmore, which is um, the 15-year peated whiskey. It's a uh, hundred and something dollars a bottle, but you know, once again, we're going to use premium wherever we possibly yeah. can. Could I use a more expensive? Yes, but we get, yes. um, so this is a peated whiskey. So it's going to have a little smokiness to it. Um, it's a big seller. I just actually, I have a big wine and fudge event in Fort, um, in Fort Lauderdale tomorrow, 4,500 people. And so, Holy moly. yeah, wow. and it's going to be cold here tomorrow. So it's on the beach. That's perfect. You got to, you got your uh, little fudge. You're going to be warm afterwards. You're going to be just, it's going to be perfect. So um, (laughs) I do have people that had asked for the whiskey, so I will have it tomorrow. Um, But yeah, so we just do, we just do fun stuff. I mean, um, I love it. In May while you're watching, you know, the, the um, Kentucky Derby. Yes. So we just kind of created some stuff that works around the calendar. We'll yes. see what works and what doesn't work. Um, we've tried them all. We, you know, like everybody, I mean, there's certain ones that people are going to always have more of a favorite, but it's just to kind of get the, you know, having something arrive even at your house every month that you get to try and it's a few pieces and you share it with others and you, you, you know, pair it with your favorite beverage, alcoholic or non-alcoholic. And that's just, you know, the fun, it's just kind of creating an experience that you possibly wouldn't have otherwise. And that's, that's kind of what we're about what I call it, feeling the love, you know, it's always the little surprise what's coming in and having the um, possibility to try something you would never thought about and give it a shot, basically. So like I said, the lavender, it's like intriguing. It's like, oh, that sounds interesting. But you know what? Why not trying this? Why not trying the others coming in that gives you a different taste of what you can do with fudge? That doesn't mean I'm going to go in the kitchen and make some fudge. I'd rather do my creme caramel renversé, which I love to do. Then, oh, maybe you should do a fudge with creme caramel renversé. Could you do that? Well, we do a caramel, but I don't know where. I'm not sure what the difference with a cream caramel would be. So we'll have to talk about that. Okay, so we're going to have to talk about it. Maybe I will have to send you or I will have to come over there and and make one for you guys and understand how it works, the cream caramel renversé, because that's my favorite dessert, actually. I've not done it for decades. So you're talking, oh, yeah. So Uh Oh, now I know what you're talking about. Uh I actually do an orange one. Oh. Really? And I actually carve out an orange and I put the creme caramel in it. And then no I do the, and then I just, you know, I burn the sugar on top. Are you sure it's not the creme brulee? Because there is the creme brulee. Yeah, but I burn think it's the sugar on car- the top. It could be more of a brulee then. Okay, it's- because the creme caramel around there say is basically uh, I make the caramel and I put it at the bottom of the pan. And then I pour actually the the cream that I make on the top of it. I go to Bain-Marie, which Bain-Marie, for people who don't know yeah. or have no idea, it's basically you don't cook it directly in the oven. You put it in a pan where you pour water in there. So it cooks gently. Then when it's cooked and set, you remove it, let it uh, cool off, uh, go around the pan, you know, with a knife and flip it around. 
and the caramel goes on the top. Oh, that's of almost the like custard. a flan. It's a flan, but it's a creme caramel renversé. That's okay. what we call so it. This you is a little different. Yes. yes, this is a little different than that's okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. The other one was the creme brulee, what you, you're mentioning. Was the creme brulee was. Where, yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the creme brulee is just uh, a flan, except on the top of it, you have some sugar and you burn it, and that's it. And the custard, you tap on the top of it and eat it. Creme caramel renversée is a different story because you if you go in my Instagram, I did one actually. The first one I did for like over two decades. I'm like, one day I'm like, hey, I should make a creme caramel renversée. I'm like, this years I've not done it. And I uh, actually, I unmolded and then I uh, put it on Instagram to show what I've done. The nice. caramel was a little light on the top. Uh, it wasn't as dark. But uh, it was as good. And I don't use that much sugar into actually, I reduce the amount of sugar into the flan itself mm-hmm. because the caramel for me is enough as a sugar. Got a lot of sugar in. Because, yeah, for those that don't realize that that that, that liquid is basically sugar. all it is, is it's mm-hmm. sugar that gets um, That's it. caramelized until yes. it's caramelized. Yeah. And then you just, you have to work fast because it hardens quickly. And you cover the outside of the pan and then you put your stuff inside. Yeah. And, yeah, and it's it, cooking and it, and it cooks very gently. So yeah. that's mean, even if it's hardened a little bit, when it's cooking, it's so soft that yeah. when you're done and you flip it around, it's still liquid. So it will yeah. come as liquid, yes. but it's a nice way to, for me, even I remember that when I was in Europe and I used to make like two batch because one was for me. And the rest, <laughs> the family had their own. And I'm talking a huge batch. I'm not talking the small one, like I will do a little. No, no, no. I do the <laughs> for one each for one you of and... us. I said, you one for you, one for me. You do not touch my stuff. But uh... <laughs> I love it. I'm kind of dangerous sometimes on some of the stuff. It's like, you know, this is all mine. Don't even approach it because you're going to have a problem. But I love it's. It. It's remembering that, yeah, you don't need to add as much as uh, sugar they do. So I do reduce half of it of the sugar. I don't put it into the flan because the rest do it automatically. But so, you, hmm? so your creme caramel is with eggs and milk. Yes, eggs, milk, and I use vanilla. Vanilla. And yeah. do you put a cinnamon sticks in it? No. I or don't, lemon? I'm not a, I'm not, no, 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 no. Okay. No, no, no. We do traditional here. We don't do fancy thing. I'm not a huge fan of the cinnamon, to be honest with you. Okay. Uh, so, but the real creme caramel obviously doesn't have it. It's vanilla, sugar, eggs, and milk. And the milk, uh-huh. uh, you boil the milk, uh, warm it up. You get your sugar. I use a half a cup instead of a cup, actually. Eight eggs, a liter of, um, of milk, and boil the milk, you know, mixed the eggs and the um, sugar. I use real vanilla extract. I could use, you can use the bean if you wanted to into the milk, but I'm like, I'm too lazy. So I don't do the bean in a, in the milk. Normally you do. And I just very slowly, because that's one mistake people make. When your uh, milk is hot, people do not pour the entire thing over the eggs mix because it oh, will scramble. <laughs> Thank you. So what I do, I use a spoon and I slowly incorporate it one at a time. And when yeah. I'm good with it, the mix, I pour the rest. And then... it's called tempering for those. Yes. Out there. So, Thank yes. you. so what happens is um, I actually have a pecan pie that you have to temper in from the syrup into it. And what, what happens is if you, takes a little bit of the egg 
Yeah. Um, and then you just add a little bit of warmth. Um, yeah. It also helps if the eggs are more room temperature versus cold right out of the, uh, uh, out of the refrigerator. But yeah, if you don't, if you don't do it properly, oh. scrambled eggs, and then you have egg pieces <laughs> in and it's not what you want. And once you do it, there's no, you know, some things, some, 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 I cannot recover from it. Exactly. There are some mistakes that you can <laughs> yes. kind of like recover that yeah, is just, one, no. at that point that there's there is no return on that one it's done and I'm, lo- <laughs> I'm lucky i never done that so i'm lucky i've never done that because i i followed the instruction what my mom taught us so yeah. for me it's like okay one big spoon at a time and you like you take your time it's not a rush then you pour the mix uh, you know you put first um that caramel first at the bottom make sure it's all coated and then right. you slowly you don't pour the entire thing again you use a spoon first, so you pour it very gently, so you don't create a hole, and then you pour the rest and cook it, bake it. You're done in like 40, half an hour. It's done. Yeah. I I go faster. I put it directly in the freezer because I cannot wait. So for an hour or two, it's in a freezer, you know, <laughs> cold enough. Otherwise, it's like 24 hours. I'm like, no, 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 people. I'm not going to wait eight hours for that. I'm like, freezer. You got to you got to remember to take it out. Otherwise, it can ruin yes. it. All. Yeah, you got to set an alarm on that. <laughs> Trust me, I don't forget. I don't need the alarm. I'm like, I go pass by once a while and like I'm testing it like, nah, nah, nah. And I, oh, now it's cold. And then I keep it and it's like, oh, I'm eating, I can eat the entire thing by myself. I'm like, I, I just love it. It's, it's a very simple ingredients, but it's so yeah. good. So if you can do something in a fudge version like that, something similar, huh. I would love it. I will, I will do some research on that. Yeah. Yeah, do please do because my creme caramel harvester is a good, it's a kick ass one. Yeah, it's interesting because the the we don't use eggs. You know, people a lot of people I mistake fudge with fudge brownies. And really? so okay. So I don't know why every so often people go, so how long do you bake your fudge for? And our fudge is not baked, it's it is made on a range top. You know, the traditional old fashioned, it's made in a copper kettle, and you just stir and you're taking, you know, your ingredients, reducing it, and then you're adding your flavorings and stuff. Whereas a fudge brownie has flour and it has milk. So and oh. I'm sorry, fudge. Fudge brownies have that they have eggs and milk and flour. And so it's just a completely different fudge. Oh, that's a different taste. It's completely different. It's a cake. It's more of like a cake, Mm -hmm. but people don't, sometimes people just hear the word fudge and they think that fudge and fudge brownies are this one is the same and it's just not. Um, So fudge, um, almost all of our fudge is gluten-free. Um, the only ones that have gluten is like our key lime pie. Cause it's got the graham cracker crust. Yep. Once again, we can make it without the crust so it can be gluten-free. Um, I mean, we try to work within, I mean, if somebody says I'm allergic to peanuts, um, you just can't have peanut butter I and mean, peanut butter yeah. fudge. I mean, there's, there's yeah. not, I can't modify that, but like key lime pie, if somebody says I'm not a gluten eater, I actually had, I actually had a few of those orders during the holidays and we just make key lime without the pie portion of it. Um, a few years ago with the pumpkin pie, we used to do a pa- uh, pecan and graham cracker mix for the crust. And we got rid of the graham cracker crust. We just do pecans. Once again, if somebody's allergic to pecans, I can do a pumpkin without the pecans for the holidays. So there's certain things that we can modify 
Um, if somebody's allergic to chocolate, we actually now have a, um, a classic peanut butter that has no chocolate in it whatsoever. So we, wow, that's pretty cool. Now, if they're allergic to chocolate and they're allergic to peanuts, then once again, I just can't, uh, I'm at Sorry, we cannot help you people. Right. But we, we've kind of, we, you know, once again, we listened to our, this was the point, this is a client of mine who has been ordering for his clients for years and he sends fudge out throughout the years to his clients, but he had never tried my product. He just knew what somebody else had heard. And so anyway, long story short, he, um, I said to him, I said, you know, I'm going to try to create something for you. He loves peanut butter. And so that's kind of how that one came to be was because I was trying to do something for a client of mine. And I think it's awesome because so for people who want to get a hold of you, they can go directly on a flarefudge.com in one word. A and you can con- yeah, yes. and you can connect directly with Hilary and talk about it because there is maybe something you see into the website and you would like, but again, by listening to today's podcast, you can realize that she will modify some of her recipes and help uh, wherever she can, especially for people who don't like like peanut butter. Like I don't like peanut butter, so sorry. Uh, or I'm not a huge fan of cinnamon, so we're not going to put some stuff in the cinnamon as well. But connect with her and she can help you actually uh, to modify some of our recipes for you. But I think it's awesome. It's it's wonderful. And I can't wait for our next talk as well. Me too. So, I love spending time with you. I know. So every few months, Hilary <laughs> is going to come here and we're probably going to do our own. Uh, uh, I'm thinking we're going to let pass Valentine's. We're going to maybe around after Easter, I think. We're going to reconvey and see what happened because I'm curious to know. We can do one before Mother's Day. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that would be great. Let's oh. talk about Mother's Day. I love that. I, you yeah. know, I love to talk about fudge and good food and good people and uh, businesses. But guys, yeah. if you need to get a hold of uh, Ilari, you can go at flarefudge.com. As I said, the image are stunning. Uh, I see they've been updated and that's awesome. And if you don't see what you like or you heard us talking about something, but it's not on the website, then connect with Hilary because she does more than is listed on a website. So I need to emphasize that as well um, because what you see, there is more into it. She has a full menu <laughs> products. So anything else you would like to share with us? I think I've kind of talked. I think I've talked enough. <laughs> I look forward to um, one thing is if anybody does call or goes to the website in the subject line or something, just indicate how they heard of me. I always love to track where um, people are coming from. So, um, you know, they just go to a flare, F-L-A-I-R for fudge um, dot com. And um, as I said, either in the um, there's like a, a note section, just say, you know, Emma or, you know, podcasts, just so that I know I like to track it. So that well, we- that's that's nice to know as well. And as I said, she has a wide variety of items that is not listed on, a, on that website. So please reach out to her because she can make and she has a bunch of stuff I'm telling you. Cuban is awesome, but I'm looking at the dark coconut. I'm like, holy crap. That I am a, I am a huge coconut. Once again, I use an organic, 
an yep. organic unsweetened coconut. And um, I did some dark coconut for the holidays. I have a client who always orders dark coconut. So um, coconut's always been, I'm here in South Florida. So yes, you you know, Cuban so. coffee, toffee is always, <laughs> um, one of the other things that we do is guava cream cheese, which is another, you know, another. Yeah, I saw it actually. Okay. Yep, yep. So let's have a chat quickly about this one. How did you come up with the guava, uh, cream cheese? You know, I don't even remember how this went, you know, guavas are big down here. Um, yep. and they're seasonal, um, like everything else. And I just, I love cream cheese based fudge. And I actually think that it was something I made a cake and it needed a cream cheese frosting. And I just kind of loved, it was a guava cream cheese frosting. And I thought, you know, I could possibly turn that into a fudge as well. And so okay. it's just great because it's, and it's beautiful because it, um, guava, um, has there's different guavas guava can be like a like a beige interior and there's others that have like a pinkish um, fruit flesh and so when you use the pink one it kind of creates where the fudge turns like a light pink so nice. it's really pretty on top of it so um on you know just and yeah, I saw I, I saw the picture yeah I saw the picture sorry I saw the picture and the picture is beautiful too but Thank it's you. like it's so intriguing as I said Check the website because there is so intriguing. It's very interesting from some with carrots, some with pumpkin, some with Oreo. Carrot I loved, I love the diversity, but the quality and the taste is amazing. And I know if you don't buy it for you, but you're doing for clients or even for somebody's birthday or anniversary or whatever the deal is, they will be amazed by it. It's it's amazing. Thank you. Absolutely amazing product. So that was a pleasure to have you today with me. Thank you on the Emma. Yes, you were, and actually, it is the first podcast because it's coming where Friday is going to be going live on Monday, actually. And that's the first interview of the year I did. So I'm happy I've done it with you. I know. I, okay. You're the first one. Thank you. <laughs> Hopefully it just gets better from here, right? Oh, it is because we're <laughs> going to be back. You said just before Mother's Day. So we will be talking about more stuff with you. But I just love to have you and talk about the fudge because it's so good. Cannot help myself. So thank you so much, Hilary, to be with you. me today. And so I look forward to talking to you again and um, look forward to talking to some of your um, podcast listeners. Um, even if you just want to, you know, have a chat with me. I always love to do that as well. It's not all about selling products. It's also about learning about other people. So exactly. And, and get some new ideas and recipes as well, because she's an amazing uh, recipe. She's an amazing cook one quote unquote, when it comes down to fudge. So I'm curious to know what you're going to do actually. And I'm sure we'll talk about it. If you can develop something about the creme caramel renversé in a fudge version. So that to me would be awesome. To I see am going to check that out. Yes. Oh, please do. Thank you so much. Thank and I will you, talk Emma. to you later. Thank Bye. You. Take care.